0: What's up, addicts? Welcome back. It is Monday night, November 9th, and this is pod number 32, and we did not agree on an official (laughs) timeout. What's up, addicts? This is take two of tonight's pod on November 9th. It's Monday night. Here to give you a New York Giants-Washington football team recap. So we are on a... Big loss Monday. Now a victory Monday. Uh, we'll do a quick synopsis here for you. Talk about the game. Give us our give us give you guys our thoughts, and then uh, we'll look forward to Thursday uh, next up upcoming uh, upcoming weekend's game. So yeah, fellas, we lost 23 twenty three twenty. It was a blowout there uh, going into halftime. Uh, we I think we were down 10-0 to start. Got a field goal off in the second quarter. 13 to three. Then at halftime, it was 20 to three. Um, We made Daniel Jones look good at times. We had some, uh, a rough start there with some turnovers throughout the game. Uh, And then finally it looked like we started finding our stride. I mean, that could be credited to the giants dropping back into some prevent defense, not giving up anything really deep. And then, you know, we made a little bit run towards the end and then two crucial turnovers by Alex Smith interceptions really kind of sealed the deal so had he not done that, maybe maybe we could have came back. Who knows? But, you know, New York kind of dominated most of the game as far as, like, time of possession goes, 36 minutes to 23 minutes. We were very messy with some penalties. Uh, we did outgain them in yards, but like I said, a lot of those yards, I guess you could call them a little bit hollow as we were trying to make that comeback towards the end. So, yeah, that was the game, 23-20. We are now – two and six. The Giants are two and seven, and they have officially swept us. So if that comes back to haunt us at the end of the year, then they have the, the big old tiebreaker. So, fellas, Ellie, what's your initial thoughts on the game?
1: Uh, Alex Smith looked more fluent in the offense than Kyle Allen did. Um, you know, you said it, Giants were kind of playing soft coverage. I think the whole game they were trying to get turnovers on us. I think that's, that's what their game plan was, was just sit back on the underneath stuff. If they go over top, it is what it is. Um, they had a couple busted coverages, but they were definitely sitting on everything short. <clears throat> and, of course, the game plan was to throw everything short. And then, you know, except for Alex took advantage of a couple of those that they uh, blew the coverage on. The run defense was insanely concerning to me. It's been a problem year after year after year after year. Um, you know, you'd like to see a little bit more from that, and our offense just still makes me very nervous, man. I mean, I know we scored, like we get excited because <laughs> we scored twenty points or something like that. Like the bar is so low, it's so low, and it's like, what are we doing? You know, Gibson had nine runs, six runs, something like that. Like, I don't know, man. I'm I'm tired of coming here and saying the same things every week. Too, it just doesn't seem to improve, and we have no offense. I'm sorry, we don't put up points. Um the Giants are were an 0 1 team until they played us twice. So
0: there it is.
2: Phil. Uh, why is our team always have to come out flat for 30 minutes? After, we are the, after a we a bye are week. the best second half team in, in the NFL. The problem is we are even worse in the first half. Um I swear to God. Um, run defense was was against the Giants this time it was a lot worse than it was last time. Now, last time it was all Devontae Freeman. This time they kind of changed up with uh Wayne Gallman and, and our former boy Alfred Morris. Now. Um who he I, I said this too. I was like, watch Alfred Morris go off on us. Because that's what he does. Now, sixty-seven yards isn't really going off. It is when you consider the fact he only had nine carries. Yes, yeah, that's a, a, half hefty average. a run. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that's that's hefty. And you know, I don't I don't know much about Wayne Goldman, so I really, you know, and the Giants really don't do anything particularly tricky in their run game. So you really can't tell style so much, although I think, you know, Alfred is obviously more of a power back than anything. Um, but nonetheless, it's just like, man, we, we clamped down better in the second half. We, our defense, give them credit, they make adjustments. Um, I wish they would be a little more attuned to what they think the opposition is going to do in the first half of games um i like that we fight till the end but i hate that we always have to fight
0: yeah it's it's a matter of being let's be proactive instead of reactive and i think we're being good at reactive but you never want to be reactive man why i think the only time we've been proactive was that first game against philly i feel like we own them from the
2: start so I don't we know. Were down, no we were down 17 nothing at the start
0: no, 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 I know, but I, it didn't feel that way. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like, I don't know, it's hard to explain. I don't feel like we fell, I, I, we I, felt, fell I,
2: behind I, as much as we are now. No, we caught up sooner in that game. But early in that Philly game, I literally looked, I was a, I was at Glory Days um, with, with the chick I'm seeing, and I literally looked at the bartender. I said, you can change this beer to liquor right now. I, I said, and make it a double. This is going to be bad. Um, <clears throat> luckily, it wasn't. But again, we were fighting from behind that game, too. And I hate this fighting from behind thing. You know, I'm glad we, like I said, I'd rather we fight from behind than do what we did under Jay, which is we get down and just lay down. Um, Even if we were down by a little bit. If we were down, we'd end up laying down. Always felt that way. So um, that's a positive takeaway. But again, my my biggest overreaction is again, we're fighting from behind. Again, yeah,
0: that's a good segue. Thank you for your overreaction Monday, there, Phil. I like it, Ellie. What's your what's your overreaction Monday point? <sighs> Same
1: uh, as usual. <laughs> my overreaction Monday is that we're never going to be a consistent offense. We just, we're just not, we don't have offensive weapons to throw the football. And yet it seems like every week we want to come out and be a passing team. I don't understand it. It's, yeah. it's driving me up a wall. man.
0: I don't even know if that's an overreaction anymore. I think that's just the way it is. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Um, for me, my overreaction Monday and I say this statement with a question mark. Alex Smith can be a backup. That's my overreaction, because what I what I saw yesterday. Not, I feel that he he could be a serviceable back serviceable backup. I I don't know. Do you do you guys agree? No, 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 no. Okay, no. I didn't no. think you would.
1: He was no. He, he was awful. Like uh, he had. Okay, so it's hard. I'm not gonna say he's awful. I know people yeah. will, will get on me about that. He missed a lot of throws. He made a lot of bad throws. He made a lot of bad decisions in the pocket He could get himself crushed. He, he connected on a couple throws where they really
2: blown coverage. Yeah.
1: Otherwise, he was not good. And he throw and like I said yesterday, he throws that same in route every single time. Play action, drop back, wind up like he's going 80 with it. And then he throws at seven. And it's just,
2: it's, it's, it oh, still God. loops.
1: It's, it's, not still, a, yes. it's not even a
2: dart. It's, it's a
1: there's no beans coming from. Look, him.
2: look. Jason Campbell used to have that same long looping delivery. Yep, but, but at he least threw, he came threw, in like a bullet. Yes, his problem threw, is he, he threw the lasers. ball too hard. Yeah. Yep. Alex Smith throws changeups.
0: Well, that's why I, I I have that statement with with a question mark. Um, kind of like I'm Ron Burgundy. You know, it's like Alex Smith is the backup. You know, it's yeah, out there man. for discussion. It still feels no, like no, he's no, no, on borrowed no.
1: time when he's in the pocket. Too. Every time he gets oh, hit, I'm like, "It's I'm just a matter of time."
0: I am just waiting. That's what I'm saying. It's, and I'm shocked they didn't have three quarterbacks. Even considering, like, okay, if something happens to Kyle, then we're just down to Alex, and then what? Right. Like he's uh, one hit away from
2: faith. Faith in technology. Faith in technology. That's what faith in Logan Let's, Thomas. I think that's what it is. Look, I, at this point, I, I, there. I'd rather we roll with Dwayne and Logan at this point. Oh
0: man! Um, maybe, maybe by the end of year we'll see Dwayne and, and Montez as as the one and two. We'll see. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that at the end here. We'll talk about that at the end.
2: Okay. Okay. Let me. Let me. Okay. We're doing a reaction. I'll wait <sighs> to do a, a deep dive into Alex.
0: Yeah. Because I've All got right. one. So let's go right into the the good, the bad, and the ugly. So Ellie, g- give me your give me your good, bad, and ugly from from what you saw.
1: My good game. Yeah. Adrian Gibson in the red zone. I mean, Antonio Gibson in the red zone. He converts his red zone opportunities. I like that a lot. That's a good thing for a running back. Uh, My bad. Um, Scott Turner, you know, he'd be my ugly, but I got a different one. He just – he doesn't seem to game plan for the game that he's going to play. I don't understand what he's doing every week. It's like he's never heard of coming up with a consistent plan to do anything. It's like, hey – we got Kyle Allen, we're going to throw the ball 100 times. Kyle Allen has not thrown for a ton of yards except for against Dallas. I don't know where this idea that we're just going to drop back and, and throw these little horizontal routes all game, and it's going to, it's not worked yet. I'm so tired of seeing that. Like, do something different. My ugly is the fact that Ron Rivera had two quarterbacks active, and when one of those quarterbacks is Alex Smith. And dude, he's playing with fire, man. Because it would take nothing for what happened to Kyle to happen to Alex Smith yesterday. And if that had been Alex Smith in the game, that that happened to, we don't recover from that as a franchise. I'm sorry, we putting him in that position, allowing him <clears throat> to be in that position,
0: it, we we're not gonna recover from that. And and the Alex, excuse me, and the Kyle Allen injury should almost be like a wake up call. Like, yes. He's healthy I'm not saying he's durable but he was perfectly healthy that game and all he did was slide right. He should have slid left it wouldn't he, we'd be, we wouldn't be talking having this conversation. He slid right because that's where Antonio Gibson he chipped him right he slid right um, but that leg whip that could have been that could have been Dwayne that could have been anybody and I think I mean Dwayne's Dane's a little more heavier so he probably wouldn't have might not have folded but if that was Alex and, and Phil we were talking about this earlier, Phil his injury on his right leg. He got whipped on the right side. Forget
2: about it. It would be
0: pins on the field.
2: let Let me say this. This just, and what Ellie said is what I said in the preseason. You are tempting fate with the entire future of this franchise by leaving someone like Alex Smith exposed to have an injury like what Kyle Allen had. Let's not even take into account the fact that Alex Smith has no zip. Alex Smith never had a great arm to begin with. He's had an, an, a, 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 a mediocre NFL arm from the jump when he could plant on his right foot and drive into his throws. Every ball he threw, whether it was two yards or 20, had this looping arc to them. And I was just waiting. I'm surprised we only got away with three interceptions off the arm of Alex. I would have expected more because the ball was taking forever to get there. Now, that's my ugly. (laughs) Is the presence of Alex Smith out there. The bad is... We could not hold on to a ball to save our lives. Five turnovers is ugly. Three off the arm of Alex. Two fumbles. You know, uh, Antonio Gibson has to stop seeking out contact. He is not Adrian Peterson. He wants to be Adrian Peterson. And I get that. I mean, that's a legendary running back. But that's not your style, man. Yeah, you're 6'2". You're, what, 225, 230. You're a big dude, but you're a speed guy. You're not built to lower your shoulder and plow into people and seek out contact. He's fumbled the ball twice this season doing exactly that, and both times on significant plays. Luckily, one time he did that, the ball went out of bounds. But that frustrates me because it's unnecessary. Just run out of bounds, dude. You got a guy first down. You've got significant yards. Just we out of bounds. and that's something that's got to be coached. Is that Antonio Gibson needs to realize he's not that guy. Um, the good. I'll go back to what I said earlier. The good is the fight. We fight. We don't. We were down 17 uh, by 17 points in the third quarter. We fought. You know, Alex Smith. For all the things that I'm going to criticize him for, I will give him this because he's a 14, 15 year NFL veteran. He knows how to read a, a defense and he knows how to see, he sees certain things. He saw bloom coverage that I know that both Dwayne and Kyle have missed this year and didn't take advantage of. He did, but you know, you only get so many of those opportunities. He managed to take advantage of them, but uh, you know, the, the the physical tools we'll talk about later. But the good is we fought, we took advantage of what we could, and we made a game of it when we shouldn't have. And we really had two opportunities to tie or win this game at the end at, in the fourth quarter on the last two drives. So, yep. Let let's credit where credits due. We were in a position to tie or win this game again against the Giants when we really had no business being
0: there. Okay. Ellie, did you get all yours out there? I wasn't sure.
1: I did, but I want okay. to get an honorable mention. Good. Good. I forgot what it was. It'll come That's back. Right. It'll come back.
0: <laughs> Just chime in. All right. So I'll give mine. I'll start with the, um, I'll do bad, ugly, good. I'm going to continue the, the Rodney Thomas. Let's let's end on the high note. Shout out to Rod. Um, so we'll start with bad with you. I'm with Phil turnovers. I think the commentator said that we had baby oil on our gloves. I was like, Oh man, that's, that's low dude. But okay. We'll talk about more commentating in a second. Antonio Gibson. That one was not his fault. I get it. He got hit from behind. Fully not his fault. But like you said, Phil, if he was going out of bounds, maybe would have happened. And then you have, I just—you could play the clown music during this fumble process. If you guys remember that first fumble, you could hear the, dee 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 dee, dee. You know, Logan Thomas instead of just either knocking the ball out of bounds, whatever. I mean, he's just a big boy. He, it was just—I don't know—just fall on the ball, bro. You don't try, Don't need to pick it up. Just throw your damn body on the ball. That's just fumble one oh one. So, that's that's my bad. And continuing, the second turnover was the Izzy Wright punt. I think he's struggling to field a lot of punts. I don't know what it is, but I think is that his second or third fumble.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, if you notice, Stephen Sims is returning punts uh, in the second half. I I did notice that. Yes. Sims had
1: the same problem as rookie year too. I don't know if that's better or not.
0: Yeah, I remember last year we were screaming, "Get Sims out of there! Stop returning punt!" But yeah, I remember. Um, okay, yeah, Sim or. uh Isaiah right, And then the three picks from Alex, still in the bad category. The first – I want to say the first one, of course, he was looking for Terry. They know that. I'm sure they probably baited him somehow. Second one was – was that the McKissick falling down one?
2: Yeah. The first one was McKissick falling down. Okay,
0: flip that. Yeah, McKissick falling down. Second one was that one to Terry. And the third one, like like you said – what you know rolling out right that wine arm and then you sail a ball and i can't blame it yeah, that was a dude, second one yeah second he's he's a short dude and it hit his fingertips so he did what he could uh yeah How do you, I, that's I don't know the why only time ended. in alex smith's career he's overthrown a receiver yeah and no i'm i'm with you and at, i don't know why they didn't at that point just Throw it out of bounds. Live to fight another play. Like why? You would.
2: Why? I get it. McK- McKissick's our best slot receiver. I get it. You want to get the ball in his hands, but get the ball in his hands. Yeah. Not over his head. He's five foot four.
0: There was a there was a minute and and twenty three seconds left. You still you still had
2: some time to make something happen. So.
0: So that's no, The
2: third interception was the one where he just. I was like, "Where the hell are you throwing the ball,
0: Terry?" I think Terry was like maybe five,
2: five yards away from where that ball was caught. If I'm not five mistaken. yards past, but you see, and, and, and here's the thing: for all the reading the defense credit, I gave Smith. You know, Ellie and I were you know looking at that, the, the draw up of that play and the motion of everybody. Terry was never open. That guy right. undercut that route. The minute the ball was set, he was cheating over to that side, over the middle, before the ball was even snapped. You can see pre-snap yep. motion, that safety starts drifting, and then he cuts over. Here's the crazy thing. Cam Sims was wide open on the right side. Yeah. All day. I mean, I'm talking about wide open. He would have caught that, and he would, he would still be running right now.
0: Yep. I mean, in the greats, as they get older, they can, they can compensate – for their diminishing ability. Like, look at Peyton. I mean, up to his last year, he was throwing ducks, but that year they won the Super bowl. He wasn't, I mean, he was great, but he knew the ball had to be at certain places and if the ball wasn't there, it was out of bounds.
2: It, yep. it, it ain't, You ain't. I don't think it. Alex realizes that. I think Alex thinks he's, well, that's in where I was. Al- yes,
0: that's what I was alluding to is his body. He's not where he used to be. He needs to realize if my, if I'm, you know, my internal clock is at its max, throw the ball away. It, I mean, You know, I mean, that scramble to the right, throw the ball away.
1: Just retire. Yeah, or just retire.
0: Yes, Alex Smith farewell tour. All right, the ugly, the running game. Dude, nine rushes. Can something be ugly if it didn't exist? (laughs) 37 yards, nine rushes. I mean, I, I don't even know why you bothered throwing or even running play action. I mean, it's not as bad as Tampa Bay is doing five rushes, but still. You got Brady back there. We don't have Brady. Nine rushes. You did nothing to help the defense out. The defense was on the field. Thir- you know, not 13, but... Yeah, 13 more minutes in the offense, the defense was on the field. That's almost an entire quarter. You got to run the ball. You got to milk the clock in the beginning of the game. You, you you just have to. You're not setting up anything. And I don't know why Scott... I don't know if he's getting off on the fact that we throw more than anyone else on first down. I That's not something to
2: be proud of, I don't think. That's just... I, it just know. means that instead of playing to run, teams are going to play to pass.
0: Yeah, and I have two, two honorable mentions. I'm going to say one, the commentary. I don't know who was commentating that game on Fox. Do you guys know?
2: It was um, Kenny Albert and
0: Jonathan Vilma. So Jonathan Vilma, he said two things that really just made me cringe, and I wanted to be like, dude, what are you talking about? The first one was Evan Ingram dropped a ball. He goes, oh, Evan Ingram drops a rare pass. <laughs> okay. Logan Thomas drops a ball. Oh, Logan Thomas. You don't see that too often from him. I'm like, bro, do you not watch these two These two people? Because they drop balls every game.
2: So you he, get me a call with that because he came back later in the game and said that Ingram has had a problem catching the ball his entire career. Okay. And I'm like,
0: I missed that. So I'm
2: like, dude, make up your mind. Jonathan (laughs) Vilma, you get an
0: honorable mention for an ugly. And then my other honorable mention for ugly is the Skins fans who sold their tickets to Giants fans before the game. I know there's only 3,000 of you guys, but we talked about this before. There should have been zero blue jerseys in that stadium. When I was a season ticket holder, if we couldn't sell our tickets to to Redskins fans, we just ate the tickets. We just ate it. We did not sell. So – That's my honorable mention for ugly. I hate it. Ending it on a good note for the good cam Sims. He made the most of his opportunities when, when, when given, I'm not going to give it to Terry because that's expected of Terry. And you know, this man had three catches for 110 yards and he ripped off a 45 yarder. I don't care for his blown coverage. He's, he hit beside that long 45 yard route. Those, delayed drags he was running across the field that's what i thought steven sims would be doing this year and either he wasn't doing them, steven sims as a slot like the, who's that yeah exactly Our so punt
2: returner in second half
0: <laughs> either way i'm happy i this is the second time i've i've touted the cam Sims horn so i you know he's developing maybe he can be that guy opposite of terry that people give attention to and you know who? Who knows? Who knows where we're gonna go from there? But Cam Sims, you get my, my, my good. And I'm just gonna transition into the game balls. Cam Sims, you get my only game ball of the game. I'm not giving any more out. You get one. You get it, Terry. You've gotten them before, so that's it. Cam Sims, you get my game ball. So Ellie, who's your game ball? Ball, balls, whatever you want.
1: Uh, I think Kendall Fuller still gets one. I think their their best receiver had one catch for, you know, 12 yards or something like that.
0: Slayton or Shepard? Who are you? Slayton. Saying? Okay. Slayton. Slayton.
1: okay. Um, and then, he's yeah, been, I mean. And he's been tearing it up lately. Yeah, he has. He absolutely has. And Cam, uh, you know, you gave one to Cam Simps. I'm not going to give him another one, but he definitely deserves it. I will, You know, in the offseason, I kept asking the question, what is he? We've never seen him do anything. Yeah. you You said he's developing. I'll challenge you on that. I don't think we know. I think this team is so bad, and we've been playing t- – teams in this division that are so bad we don't know what these guys are and, and I'll save it for later because I want to talk about you know what we have in the players that were flashing early in the season but I'll save it for later.
2: Okay,
0: Phil what's your game boss?
2: Um, <clears throat> since you gave one to Cam I'll give one to Terry Okay. Um, that catch and run on the 68 yard touchdown was, was awesome to see. Um, it made me let out a very suspect scream of joy <laughs> in the middle of Buffalo wild wings. Uh, for those of you who know what I'm going to refer to, it was very Howard Dean-esque. Um, I, I was, uh, <laughs> I, I, I was like, I was so happy to see that because we've been waiting for that break, for him to to do something like that. We saw that a couple of times last year where he makes a catch, gets away from defenders, and 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 just burns like that. We saw the one in Dallas game, but you know that defender was not playing him properly at all. He should have been down. They should have got him, and they didn't. He made the play, and 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 you know, other than that, he did. Terry did what Terry does and did a lot to keep us in the game. So um, Cam Sims, I'll tell you where Cam Sims has really improved is his route running. His route running is a lot better than it was his first two years. And I think that's where he's becoming more effective. And, you know, he's finding spots in the zone because he's running better routes. But Terry did what we need Terry to do, and that's make the superstar play when we need it. And he did that. So Terry gets a game ball.
0: And I'll, I'd like to bring something back up to the surface that Ellie said during the live chat. And, excuse me, I've always seen it. And I don't care who's quarterback, Dwayne, Kyle, Alex, even last year between, who's our quarterbacks last year? Dwayne, Case, Josh, I Johnson. Josh Johnson. I don't know. <laughs> These dudes always put, Terry McLaurin in a crazy situation to catch the ball. You said it, Ellie, you just reminded me. I, we've always seen it, but he always catches the ball. He's probably six inches away from getting a helmet-to-helmet concussion and being landed on the field, but he always finds a way to get out of it and make something out. I, it's amazing, actually, if you think about it. That, that touchdown run, i do not he could have got clobbered by three giants. Yep. There was three giants within – half an arm's length of him and i don't know how many times how many times can you press that luck before something really does happen so it's it's kind of scary um yeah but who you know who doesn't get a game ball from me is alex smith because he targeted jd mckissick 13 times (laughs) 14 Nope. kyle allen targeted him once before he got injured oh okay (laughs) 13 times I told you Nine
2: JD McKissick's the best slot yards. receiver we have. Bro.
0: Bro. 13 times. I I'll keep saying it. Like I'd say at least seven of those should have been for Gibson. I, I'd like to see him get more in the passing game, but they just don't they don't get him involved. Okay, let's move on to miscellaneous. What what do y'all have for whatever right now?
2: Phil, go ahead. Okay. Washington football team season ticket holders. There's there's four things in the NFL I hate. The Cowboys, the Eagles, the Saints, and the Patriots. You are now becoming number 5. And I hate to do that to people who are part of what I consider to be a family. My my second family. But damn it, 3,000. We only asked for 3,000 of you to show up and support this franchise. 3,000. You couldn't even do that. Half of you, maybe more. I don't know. I don't know what the official numbers are. Sold your ticket. You couldn't sell them to a neighbor or somebody else that you know that you could trust to represent this franchise. You just put it out there. New York is only 200 and some miles away. You sold it to Giants fans. You allowed a a capacity of 3,000 people to be 1,500 Giants fans? the hell is wrong with you? I understand this franchise has not been anything resembling mediocre, let alone good, on a consistent basis since ni- 1999. But for the love of God, 3,000 is all we needed. And you couldn't even accomplish that.
0: You had one job to do.
2: You were <laughs> one job. Well, one job. Yeah. And I hate to say this, but D.C., This is part of the reason why this franchise won't move forward. We can't even get 3,000 of you to show up in the stadium. We had a cap. It's not like we had 80,000 seats we had to fill. 3,000.
0: 3,000.
2: 3,000. No, this fan base is a festering herpes sore on the nutsack of this franchise.
0: I wonder if anyone tweeted those pictures back to the team at all. Or to Julie or to Jason Wright. Of course. And you know what? What do we always say? All the money.
1: And look, look at the reports that came out today. Oh, Haskins is going to be back in later this season. Don't
0: you worry. Yeah. That would, Don't you worry. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That would get probably more fans in the seats. Well, dude, why not?
1: I mean, and then, of course, yeah. that report that uh, uh, Gray, was Great Delaney, I think, put out there about, oh, somebody says Haskins is studying harder than ever now. And he's working out with the receivers on the side.
2: Magic. No, it's because they know they got to get Haskins ready because Alex Smith is a ticking time bomb.
1: Magically, after fans sold their ticket, nothing's changed. And and Phil, I know where you're coming from, but at the same time, I know where those fans are coming from. This team has been so bad for so long, and this year has been nothing they more don't of selling go. us the don't same crap. Buy
2: the seats. <laughs> Just don't go you paid for the season tickets
1: and then, you and then either dude, it's show like, up or you don't it's like a jordan shoe release man people buy them to sell them again I, it's not right you're right it's not right i'm not going to defend no
2: them. no here's the thing like i said they are a festering herpes sore <laughs> on our nutsack as a franchise as a fan base these fucking oh <laughs> and i swear to god i am going to but get a list of everybody who sold their tickets. I swear to God, and I'm going to, to force feed you Valtrex.
0: Huh. I wonder how they determined who they would sell those 3,000 to. You know, season I'm sure no, 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 but there's more than 3,000 season ticket holders unless they went by like seniority, which yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, they yeah. can easily determine.
1: I think that's how went like the longest term, yeah, tenured season ticket holders and then. I'm sure a ton of people declined. This decline. be
2: really easy to determine because there's only three thousand of them. You can go in row by row with a camera and find out who did not show, and you yeah. ban them from ever buying tickets for this franchise again. Any credit card with their name on it is automatically declined. You are on a blacklist. Yeah, yeah, can't argue with that. And if they put it out there, they did that. It may deter more of these assholes. What was it? Was it? That um... made me so mad. It just it ruined my dick. It just yeah. it ruined everything about that experience before the game even started. So you can imagine how I felt by halftime. <laughs> I mean, that just makes me go completely homicidal because it's like you know so many of us have put up with this shit for so long from the franchise but we're still here we're still doing podcasts we're still buying jerseys we're still supporting the franchise and then these dudes because they had the time and the money ruin it for the rest of us and that's some shit it's like you know Really, you know what you're doing. So you're really just pissing your money away, hoping to, you know, hoping to turn a profit. And at the same time, completely drive people like me nuts. Yeah, I don't get emotional emotional about much, but damn it, when it comes to anything involving this franchise, sometimes. Things like this get to me. And this one got to me. You people need to be exorcised from this fan base. Just don't show up. Don't buy the tickets. If you're never going to go, if you're never going to support, just stay at home in Ashburn or Chevy Chase well, we, or we, wherever the fuck you are,
0: we got three more opportunities to see this
2: against the Bengals, the Seahawks. Well, there's only five Bengals fans in the entire planet, so I True. think we're okay there. <laughs>
0: uh, I think Seattle, Seattle, Carolina, eh. Seattle is definitely a potential to see a lot of uh, opposing oh, fans. Carolina especially... will.
1: Carolina blended into our fan base. <laughs> We, they, yeah. Their place used to be our territory, and I think they're pretty
2: yeah, Very true. Carolina. Well, you know, it's funny because we actually have a strong contingent down there, too. We do. Because yeah. of yeah. The team,
0: there was no team that far south. We were the team.
1: So, you know, believe it or not, we're halfway through the season at this point. Yep. Right? And one of the – I, I want to know who you guys think is developing and getting better because this year is whether you want to say it or not, it's a lost cause. I don't care. It's a lost cause. What, what do we have to look forward to next year? What players are getting better? So like early in the season, we were hype about Isaiah, right?
0: Yeah.
1: What happened to him? Andy Golden's goes to non-fact. Yep. Cam Sims, we think is doing something, but we don't know. We just don't know. It's two games out of the blue and, you know, he wasn't even really supposed to be in there. Um, Gibson seems to be continuing to come along a little bit. He's got his places to work on. I think we know he's not going to really come into full form until he has an offseason, a whole offseason to get better as a running back. Um, Holcomb yesterday was garbage. I mean, he he,
2: he, he regressed yesterday. Big time. Yeah. They well, also he,
0: had him on the outside a little bit, too, which I was like, why is he playing on the outside? Yeah.
2: I saw I that a I think that's a little unnatural for him. He, he needs to be in the middle. He's a natural middle linebacker. Yeah. Agreed. 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 We don't, I mean,
1: who. Remember Baby Morrow? Like
0: Oh <laughs> my gosh. Guy? He was the number one rated PFF cornerback wow. for the first two weeks, and then I don't know if he's seen the field ever since. Dude, Jimmy Moreland, who? I don't I just guys Moreland's playing, but I don't I mean, we Is were he hyped up plays? correct. We were Correct. I mean he was another preseason stud, right? He had like a million interceptions. Yeah, man. I just
1: it's it's a little bit frustrating.
0: Because, I'm trying to listen, think. Can a yeah. fifth can a fifth year player develop? Who K- Kendall Fuller? I mean,
1: he's good. I mean, dude, he very, won a Super Bowl. Like, I know, <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just nah, saying. I think
0: Montez Sweat is getting better. He is. I like that. Uh I'm just going down the list. I'm going to say Cornelius Lucas is getting better you just because he's that. on the field.
1: Mr., Mr. Seventh Year Journeyman. Okay. <laughs>
0: I mean, is that a drawn Christian? Um, who else? The Charles look
2: good for two plays. Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, Antonio Gibson. <laughs> you know, he's he's definitely a bright spot. Got um, Cameron Curl to be determined. We don't know yet. We'll G- know. I think G- I think we'll know by the end of the year. He a made lot some of mistakes plays. in the past game. He Do made like, some. He he had a helmet. The helmet hit that should have been called. That wasn't called. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that. Chase Young. I mean, he's just good, right? He's Chase Young. He's Chase Young. Um Deron Payne, he's already good. He's stuff in the middle. Tim Settle, uh, he's getting better with playing time, but Scarce. he had a sack yesterday. Scarce. He'll probably get more opportunities if Jonathan Allen can't get stay healthy. Um, let's see.
2: Yeah, Tim Settle's the one I that, that first jumped to mind. He's yeah. really when he gets opportunities, he 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 makes has a presence. Um, which may be something worth keeping in mind when it comes time to start having a look at who we're going to keep in the interior defensive line. Um, yeah. Just because he may be cheaper and still effective as opposed to some of the other options. Yep. Um, and
0: that's the end of the list for me. I mean, that I just it, went through the whole roster. So going in, it's
1: like, dude, what are we looking forward to? Everybody's like, oh, we're, you know, we, let's win the division and rebuild.
0: No, you can't. We're do, not. You can't do both. I, We're it, not. Yeah, you can't do both. We're not doing either.
1: That's that's the problem. We're <laughs> well, not because
0: doing one foot is in, and one foot is out. It's you need to be yeah not tanking, but you need to be dedicated to the rebuild. You have to make some hard decisions. Yeah, that, that is not favorable to get those players' experience. I don't care who it is. Like if this is a full rebuild. We should be seeing uh, no senior veterans. If you ask me, I mean right. You should be seeing Ryan Anderson. You should be seeing. Yep. Um, who else should we be seeing? Definitely not be. Alex. We know that. We we just we talked about that. Wait. What's um,
1: which, what is Stephen or Stephen Sims' role with us going forward? What is Isaiah Wright's role with us going forward? What is Danny Golden? What is what is Cam Sims? Is he a legit yeah. option at receiver? It just we're not answering these questions.
0: Yeah, and what you're doing is you're wasting an entire year. Yep of them all. when year one is almost like a freebie for a new coach. Exactly. It, With- it It is a freebie. And I don't know if the division was better, would it be a much easier decision? I don't know. Just because the division was within the grasp at during week. What four is that? And not to me, it's not, but I don't know if that's the logic they were using. I mean, we're still, we're still in second place, which is, We're two and six. I know, bro. I know. It's just, it's
1: we're a game. We're two and six. The the leader (laughs) is three, four, and one, and we're a game and a half back. Of correct. Forget the division. I just, dude, we are not making inroads towards next year, and we're gonna have to hit the reset button
0: again. Yeah, winning winning the division doesn't do anything. It only is good for you in 2020. It doesn't do anything for you beyond 2020. It it really doesn't. And let's look at Philly's schedule for the rest of the year. So they have the Giants, they have the Browns, the Seahawks, the Packers, the Saints, Arizona, Dallas, and us again. So
1: they got four wins left. That's in theory,
0: have. it's theirs to lose. They should win the division with seven wins. Yep. Maybe eight if they steal one of those from you know they'll be, yeah, they'll be somewhere. Seven, and one. seven eight, and one. Right. So I, it's funny they finish up with Dallas and Washington. So I don't think they'll be in the position to rest their starters, you know, most most people have it locked up and <laughs> they'll be playing till the end, so man. We are in weird times right now, I will tell you. Ron's got to make his
1: mind up. And he he said the other day in the press conference after the game that like the division's still winnable and dude, we're two and six. Pack I think it that's up. more for
2: the players. Who,
1: but they're they're realists too, man. Like those players, are not they? Stupid.
2: I well, are I saw
1: in the locker room just shucking and jiving on Friday, so maybe not.
2: <laughs> yeah, let, let let's keep that in mind. They may be just as in on this as as Ron is. Um, but maybe that's just to keep keep them focused, keep them preparing. But they're not. Well, no, they they just got a little hype now. Granted, we we don't know if that's a a constant thing or just, you know what, it's Friday. We've had a good a long week of practice, whatever. But I'm with you. I I don't like that. Bill. And if most people didn't see it, basically, yeah, it's players it was, dude was carrying a speaker over his head. Jimmy the hell was that? And they're like dancing and all this other stuff on Friday. It's like, no. Save that shit for Monday. We they were, they were
1: mad reports of players talking about they had their best week of practice. Everybody's more focused than they ever been. And then they came out and laid a dud. And the Giants could if they like I said before, if they had a better offensive coordinator, not named Jason Garrett, Mr. 17 points a game, they would have been up forty something to six or three or whatever it was on us. Their offensive coordinator sucks.
2: I don't think their I mean, offensive talent's that great, but uh, nonetheless, here, your point. Your is, point. Your point is there. They were still up twenty to three on us. <laughs>
0: our offense is so bad. If you don't figure this out now, you're going to be figuring it out in year two, and then now year two becomes the rebuild. Then you just wasted a whole year. A so whole what, are you, year. what are you doing? So the defense is ready to go. I don't I, I don't care. That is a that's a defense that can compete. If we had just an above average offense, we would be destroying people. I would take an average offense. Our average, our offense isn't even like average. I, I'm just saying we're averaging 19 points a game. That's 30th in the NFL. That is third from the bottom.
1: Remember when we thought that the lateral offense was because of the quarterback? And then we put Kyle Allen in and we were still the lateral offense. And then we put Alex Smith in and we're still the lateral offense. I'm scared that this lateral offense is what this offense is going to be under Scott Turner scheme.
0: It's gotta be scheme.
1: We gotta figure something else out. This is not, it's so frustrating to watch JD McKissick get 14 targets. I don't care who it was. If they were all going to Gibson, it'd still be frustrating. Yeah. Find a way to scheme guys open. We said this in the group chat. That even that play, the last play of the game, it was basically four verticals, but they all broke them off at like uh, you know thirteen. Everybody was still in the same area to where that safety
2: could cheat over and make that. The only guy who wasn't was the one who was open, wide open.
0: We say that every single week. If you look at the all twenty-two, you'll find people. You'll find many times throughout the game. There's two or three receivers within a five-yard bubble. What kind of play design is that?
1: There's no creativity. There's no like like there was nobody occupying anybody on the defense and that happens so much. It's just like,
0: they don't respect anything that we do offensively. I know. And sometimes you just need to take a player and just run up the sideline because yeah. all you're taking one player out of the equation, clear a zone, yeah, and that's it. And, it's, and then bring somebody behind them to fill that zone. And that should leave that side of the field open on one-on-one coverage that you sh- may or may not be able to exploit, but at least it gives yeah. you a shot and we're just fans and we know this like it. It's so, it's so frustrating. I don't know what – I would love to get that playbook and just look at it. Like, what are the design routes? What are they? Yeah, because if those
2: are the design – if you see the, the way they run that, no one cut, no one breaks. Right. Everything is grounded off. Is that, coach,
0: is that coaching?
2: It's the offense, dude. Like I think that's design.
1: The stupid offense is built around Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey got like 90% of the touches in, in – Carolina
0: are they trying to make JD mckissick that Christian the christian McCaffrey I, it's not I working think,
2: here's no, the thing it's not. I, McKissick, I think McKissick actually has a more comparable skill set to jD to uh, Christian McCaffrey Gibson can do a lot of things but he doesn't do them like McCaffrey and I think that's where they may have you know have been disappointed I think they were expecting Gibson to be something that he wasn't Gibson, it's funny because. Yeah, but he's like 6'3.
0: Co- he's a big dude. Like, what do they exactly?
2: Expecting? But, you know, he and they want, you know, a small little scat back type like McCaffrey, like a McKissick. But uh, it's weird because I got, I, I will say this all year. JD McKissick is the best slot receiver we have. Put him out there. If you don't yeah. want Stevens, if you, if Steven Sims can't do it, if Isaiah Wright can't do it, put McKissick out there. Because either Lord way. knows he does that better than anything else
1: but it's not working even when he does do it like i mean it might be working for him it's not working for our offense it's there's there's no rhythm to this offense there's no we don't set things up for later we don't do anything it's like no we just do stuff and we
2: start with a we it's funny we start games with a third quarter offense like we we start the game like we've already established the run right and it's like, no, no, no. You can't start like you've already established rhythm. You have to establish the rhythm first. Yeah. And we start the game like it's 17-13 or 20-13 to and or whatever. You know, it's, it's a back and forth kind of game, and we're already halfway into it. Then that's the kind of play calls we're seeing. And that's strange.
1: Yeah. Where, where are the double moves? To the middle of the field? I watched Jerry Judy yesterday run this insane route where he just kind of hit the brakes on somebody and cut to the middle there. We are, we don't do anything. Like Bill said, everything is rounded. Everything is either you're going to run soft to the middle. You're going to just kind of drag on a deep post without really just doing anything. And then everybody else underneath is like, Scott Turner does not know how to design plays. He has no concept of
2: just so that's actually, it's funny you brought that up because that's actually my one kind of semi-beef with, with Terry is Terry doesn't run, doesn't always run the most crisp uh, cuts, you know, on slants and things. Well, I shouldn't say it. Short slants, he does well. Yeah. Uh, but he does round off some stuff when he goes beyond 10 yards. Cam Sims is the guy who who runs the crispest routes. And I really keep an eye on him. Like. That's why I said that that's the one the one thing I really like about Cam Sims, and he's doing better, is every time he's called the ball, he's run a really solid route. But I, I don't know if that's necessarily – I don't know what – I don't know if it's the receivers. I don't know if it's Scott because it can't be all the receivers can't run a, a, a nice, crisp, tight route.
1: Right. You You wouldn't put – Terry McLaurin in the category of those great route runners like um, Julio Jones, like a Jerry no. Judy. No. Like Terry's Judy. just physically great. And this is, Phil, this, when we have this this debate when, when about we, whether he's a wide receiver one, this is that difference. Like, he gets by on his speed. Eventually, you want to see him be able to win with this technique.
0: When was the last receiver we had that their, their routes were just so crisp Montana. and pure? Because oh. you can compensate for lack of speed and ability yeah. with the with the D, yes, D- Jackson. separation. Create separation. Jackson. A Ooh, I don't, I don't think he ran good routes. It, he was uh, just fast. He was fast as a brother.
2: no, because I'll tell you what, I've seen Djax abuse some corners on on that uh, on the dig.
1: Let's put it this way. He, he does a have, really
2: he, he, he could do a really good job driving, like he's gonna run a fly and then cut.
1: He has a limited route tree with DeJax but I think yeah. the routes that he does run are effective. But and I think that's
2: better than being able to run nine really uh average routes. If you oh, run
1: absolutely. five really crisp, yes, yeah, I man. agree. But the problem is like I just with with Terry I, I like when we get a better team overall, I think Terry's numbers are going to come back down to earth a little bit. That's not a knock on Terry, but I think you know, I I just think like Kenan Allen is probably the best route runner in the league. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I want Terry to work out with Kenan Allen this off season, but I want this offense to be designed to matter if he does. Hey, it you know what?
0: Right On the record, Scott Turner said it in the preseason or in the offseason, you know, <laughs> And I quote, we have versatility within our system where we're going to f- really fit and play to our players' strengths. He said that in multiple press conferences. Basically, we're designing a system on our players' strengths. And I think he's full of crap, crap because they just designed a system and that's the system. Yeah. And that the hasn't been modified.
1: The versatility now- J.D. McKissick left, J.D. McKissick right.
2: <laughs> Here's a crazy thing, though. We, Why is it with Alex we finally started seeing some more downfield stuff?
1: Did we, though?
2: <laughs> I don't I, think we I did. Mean,
1: I think it looked like it was real. downfield because he was so far in the pocket. Like, he was dropping, like, really deep and then threw it six yards. Like, even that Terry completion,
2: it would, the ball only went, like, eight yards in the air. No, 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 no. no. I, I passed the last scrimmage. I get that. But, like, you know, the, the Cam made a couple of plays like off of, uh, you know, some deeper. Just even when it's, country, I'm not saying no. when I say deep, I'm not saying 40 yards downfield. But even fifteen beyond fifteen yards,
1: I think there were two, and I think they were both busted coverages on Cam Sims. But if you like, if you go back and look at the um... we,
2: well, yeah, I guess you could say that because how many times cool. we see Terry streak open beyond fifteen right. yards and no one saw him? Right. So, I, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll roll that one back. But we still need to see more of it because it's happening. Absolutely, guys are getting open. I agree, 100%. And when you tell the quarterbacks, whether it be Alex, well, as far as we can see, Alex will actually see an open receiver downfield. I just don't trust him to get the ball there.
1: This is the only offense I know of where the running backs are the
0: first read. That's insane to
2: me. I think you
0: could argue uh, yeah. uh,
2: uh, there, it's more so that way than in most West Coast offenses, and a lot of West Coast offenses have designed, have a large chunk of plays that are running back first on the reads.
0: But all of ours are
2: all yeah. I mean, if it's not the first, it's the second every time. A couple of years ago, I, I think um, Kamara Kamara led.
0: The Saints on targets for a couple of years in a row. I mean, they had Michael Thomas, but I just think that's how they're outlet. But no, you're right. It's 100 right. It's it's it, it's frustrating. So, all right, fellas, I think we should make this one a wrap, and then uh, we will reconvene on Thursday as we look forward to the Detroit Lions coming into town. Or we? No, no. Is it a home or away? Let's see here.
2: You guys it's remember? Away.
0: It's away. Okay, it is away. And which then,
2: means we, we which means we may have more uh Washington fans in the stands.
0: <laughs> oh, geez. Don't don't get Phil started. You're gonna give him an aneurysm. <laughs> so.
2: I don't I, get heart attacks, motherfucker. I give them. <laughs>
0: That'll be a whole other thing for Thursday. We'll see how we how we match up against the Detroit Lions, who who seem to be in a uh, pretty good funk, just like us. Although their record's better than ours, so who knows? All right, well, let's call this one a wrap, fellas. It was good, uh, good chatting with y'all. Absolutely. Yep. You guys got any shout outs? Any any departing words?
1: <laughs> who was the dude in the group? We had to shout out, Phil.
2: Ah, that's why I was laughing. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Stephen Kelly. Stephen head Kelly. shaped like a perfectly square Rubik's Cube. Make
0: sure you and, tag him and uh, tell, tell him listen to the podcast <laughs> to get his shout out all the way to the end.
2: Well, he ain't listening. He's a Washington <laughs> fan in the state of Washington. I swear to God he feels Wow! Oh, geography, spectacularly. I mean, that reminds me of that Russ Grimm story. Russ Grimm thought he was one in Seattle when we drafted him. (laughs) That's this dude.
0: Man, LA, you got any parting shots?
1: Yeah, shout out to the chief people officer. This this organization is so weird. Chief people officer, Andre Chambers from the (laughs) Oakland Athletics. He just got hired today. Chief People <laughs> Officer. I what do, know. What does a chief people officer do? We don't know. Oversee front office
0: employee experience and culture. <laughs> that sounds like a job that was created for someone that they know and needs a job. It's, it's it sounds office. like it sounds like a HR term for quality control coach. Except for, for, for people. Like for he's people. Like,
1: he's to do to make sure you don't heat up fish in the microwave on your lunch break. I don't know. It's so he's, confusing. He's seems the these, huh?
0: assistant to the regional manager. That's what he is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, I've never heard of that in my life. Nobody else has. Either. Chief people oh, officer.
0: My yeah, but
2: I, I study this for a living.
0: <laughs> Chief people officer. Man, what are y'all doing?
2: <laughs> hey,
0: I mean, yeah, coaches create quality control jobs just for people they want to pay. We we saw that. That's how all the people get a lot of people get their starts. I think that's how freaking McVeigh got his start. Obviously his his grandfather was the great, you know, George McVeigh, but yeah, chief people officer. Okay. Well, that's is that a Jason wright thing. Yes, of it, is. it is. Hey, okay. shout it's out to Dev CP- too. Yeah, shout out to Dev. Shout out to Rod. Hopefully yes. we will be back as a, as a as a as a I don't know what you call a five some. But Quinty the crew, grip. the quintet will be back, hopefully fab
2: soon. Five. Yeah. Hey, look, Dev said he might be back soon, guys. And we all know that Dev's one of the most popular people on this podcast.
0: That's right. Unfiltered.
2: Unfiltered, Unfiltered,
0: Dev. that's right. All right. We'll see you guys on Thursday.
2: Peace. Hey.